With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Touchdown, Titans! There are no flags on the field! It's a miracle! What's going on, everybody? Long time no talk. Sam here with Nick, Titans Unfiltered, Music City Miracles. Nick, it's been a long offseason. I see that you you still have your nice, luscious beard, so you still look as great as ever. Uh, it's been a it's been a fun one, man. Like I've I will say that the the break that we get in between having Titans football is one of those ones where like you recharge emotionally. And now I'm so ready to get back on an emotional roller coaster and just absolutely let my emotions just go nuts and be uh, just a ball of stress once again. <laughs> yeah, just get right back into it right where we picked off, um, where we left off. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest, like you're talking about the roller coaster of emotions. I was at that Bengals game and I can't even remember if we had a podcast after that, to be honest. Like, I. I, I don't won't say that it broke me. That's a little dramatic, but something inside of me like died a little bit that day. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. we did. Was, we didn't. I mean, we didn't because of the fact that it was because it was so bad and we were so yeah. close to so much that I think that it was just kind of one of those situations where like, what would we have been able to get over here and say that would have kept us from like losing our minds? Nothing. Nothing. Because the game itself was brutal enough, and then I was up in the nosebleeds and I had to walk down the stairs surrounded by Bengals fans chanting who day. And I still haven't fully recovered from that. I'll, I'll be man enough to admit that, you know, I was, I had a tough time Went to Broadway, drowned my sorrows a little bit. Uh, And then I kind of just took like a break from Twitter, which was not just because of the game, just like, I was like, all right, I need to take a little, little time away. I've been on my phone a little too much. I still lurked, but you know, not getting in as many arguments or scrolling quite as much as I was used to. And, you know, just as I was, like, ready to get back into it, you know, they traded A.J. Brown away. So, like, just, like, the tight, the, you know, the me wanting to talk about the Titans was at an all-time low there for a while. Yeah. Like you said, like, once those training camp videos started coming back on the timeline, seeing the ball get tossed around, you know, you there's always, like, you think every wide receiver in camp is going to be a pro bowler. Like you just get right back into it and you can't help it. And that's like how, you know, you're just kind of addicted to football and it's going to let you down, but you can't stop yourself. It's time. Yeah. I mean, obviously I was at that game too. And it was the weirdest thing. Like once the last interception got thrown and another game was over, I remember walking to my car, obviously like I was walking and we were on our way back, but everything felt so mute. Like I felt like I could, I, I was just talking to my girlfriend like normal and we got in the car, we went home. I remember everything was fine. It was actually normal. And I remember I woke up the next day and like, I, I had no motivation to do anything. It was a Monday. I had to work. I remember everybody was texting me. They're like, man, sorry about that. Everybody's like, oh man, you're going to talk about this on your podcast. And I was like, be honest with you. I knew for a fact that like we, ha- me and you have enough, our relationships to the point to where I don't, we didn't even text each other to talk about this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I knew it wasn't going to happen. I was like, I was like, you know what? No, we're going to like, if anything, we just need to take like we need to step back and just like let it just simmer for a little bit. And we didn't talk about the podcast all off season. Like let it simmer. Re, like yeah. spent time spent time with family. Like and like we did our things. We did our normal lives where we just were not like any kind of media guys for a while. And I tell you what got me. It was the first video when I saw Derrick Henry running up the hill doing the little drills that got me to the point to where I'm like, man, you know what? We ain't done, and it's like I was like, I think it's about time to kind of fire it back up. And I was like, well, the closer we got, and then just watching how things are going in the off season, and then whenever I started seeing people kind of 
getting excited to see Tannehill throw the ball. I was like, okay, yeah. like I mean, it's time for the season now. Like I think everybody's kind of whatever. It's time to do this. So, I mean, it's uh, it was a long off season. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, but I think that now we're to the point to where it's kind of time to the the things start rolling a little bit. You know, you start getting a little bit closer and you're going in here and we're a little bit healthy and you're seeing all these things about uh, Kyle Phillips and how, how good some of the people look in training camp. And I watched the video of Westbrook, uh, Westbrook, uh, well, I can't always forget it. Yeah, yeah. Nikine. I'm like, I'm like watching a video like him, like how hard he's wanting to work and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you know what? Like I seriously keep telling myself that there's going to be a Titans team that we see this year that may actually exceed expectation. And that's great because expectation was so high last year. I'm yeah. super pumped about the fact that expectation is eh, this year. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things like on paper versus production. I think it's what's going to be from last year to this year, like on paper, you know, Julio Jones and AJ Brown compared to, uh, Bobby Trees, who's a good wide receiver, but coming off of a pretty big injury as like a 30-year-old wide receiver, and then Traylon Burks and Nick Westbrook-Kine, there's not really a contest there. But then those guys missed like combined eight games. And, you know, AJ didn't eclipse 900 yards. Julio didn't eclipse, what, 400 or five? I think, I think he had like mid fours. Yeah. Like th- those are very, like in terms of production, all those guys can easily match that. And, you know, if not do better and we still, you know, we're first seed. So, and I think too, the defense really came together in the second half of the season. So continuing to build on that from the start, they could be even better this year too. So, you know, maybe part of that is just being overly optimistic at this point in the season. Cause there's, that's my other thing. People are saying, well, do we really know they can be that good? Like I just, you know, like I said, they don't look that good on paper and, at this point in my life, I'm just like, man, it's, it's, you know, it's too much work to be pessimistic this early. Like we're going to have plenty of reasons to be pessimistic, even through the preseason games, we're going to find reasons to be like, ah, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm like, I don't know about this offensive line. You know, Redun's getting whooped on the edge. That might happen, but we're not there yet. Right. You know, we have a game that the first games this week, I'm still going to be optimistic until, you know, something makes me go otherwise so that's where I'm at right now um I think you know the last year was like so injury ridden that just being better in that department they're going to be in better shape like the what they had to go through last year was ridiculous and so you know if and getting maybe um Tim Kelly in there to kind of take clipboard out of the passing clipboard out of Downing's hands a little bit that can make you know I'm just focusing on all positives, Sam. I I just can't go down the negative track yet. And even though, like, I'm not going to discredit reasons for concern because they're definitely there, I think I'm at the point where I'm just focusing on positives right now. Yeah, I mean, the fun thing about this year is that you literally – you get to go into this season and you don't have to walk into the – you don't have to walk into the stadium and be like, okay, like, big-time game. We should be able to do this. We should we should do this A, B, and C. Yeah. Like we don't have to say that. Like it literally gets it literally gets to come down to we get to go watch a football game and then hope that the team that we put on the field exceeds like expectations that we have that aren't nearly as high as they were last year. But mm-hmm. then know but then know that there's been like now that we've gotten younger in certain positions, if if this team comes out and they do exceed those expectations that we have, for me, I'm like, okay, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, okay, now I know that we're going to have a team that is going to be able to compete, and we got a team that's going to continue to grow instead of being like, all right, well, if we don't do it this year, this is it. Like, team's going to be absolutely trash, which is what we ended up – which is what I was creeping in the back of our heads when we think about it because we were like, okay, we're getting a little older, almost a lot getting old, like – the the defense is the defense is young enough where we were excited about that if we were able to bring everybody back, but now I'm just in my head I'm like I just think that there's something about this team and the energy with it that I just think that there's not going to be one game that they're just not going to be able to compete in. The AFC, however, got a hell of a lot tough. Yeah. So yeah, that's just I mean so two things I think one 
is, you know, you're talking about last year and the expectations were so high. I was in this group to start, but I started pushing back on the notion that the window is closing. I think this year is kind of showing that that's like a bit of a fallacy. You know, I think the only time that there's such a thing as like the window is closing is if like you're the Bucks right now <laughs> with Brady, like, you know, their, their window is closing. Like if you have a top tier quarterback who you know is going to leave in the short term, I mean, granted, the Patriots thought the window was closing for like 10 years and he just kept being awesome. But you know what I'm saying? Like if, if you, you know, the, the Packers probably only have Aaron Rodgers said he's not going to play forever. So there's the Aaron Rodgers window is closing, but outside of like a star quarterback riding off into the sunset, I think this shows like how easy it is to kind of turn the roster and bring in a bunch of new bodies and make some good signings and like still be competitive. Cause I don't think that the Titans, you know, they, they, Turn some of their biggest players and AJ Brown um, and Julio Jones from last year, and they could still end up getting better production from smaller names, just the way things are going to go. So I think that's one thing that people need to realize is, you know, granted, you need to have John Robinson hasn't been the best in every single case, but I think overall, he's good at making sure the team is competitive every single year um, and that he's created enough to find ways to do that. Um, the second thing is, is about the AFC. A lot of that, I think, is really going to come down to like, you just got to take care of your division. Because if you think about it, like if you re- if the Titans can get um, a top seed, you know, they're going to have to play three really good teams either way. So, like, I don't think those three really good teams from this year will be that much better than last year. You know, it, it, it does affect like regular season to an extent, like, you know. I'd rather play Denver from last year than Denver from this year. But I would say, like, I don't think that our division got so much more better that it's going to affect the Titans that much on a week-to-week basis. Um, You know, they do have to play the AFC West, which is not ideal. (laughs) That's probably the best division. Um, But AFC is a whole, like, I mean, the Chargers were good last year. The the Raiders were good last year. You're going to have to play three good teams in the playoffs. It really, for the Titans, is going to come up down to beat the Colts and make sure that you don't, you know, you don't drop more than one to the combination of, you know, Houston and Jacksonville. So right. if you do that, you, I mean, that's the, the, the tricky part is not, I don't think that the playoffs are going to be any harder than they were last year. I think the race to the playoffs might be more difficult because, that wild card position is going to be really competitive if you can't if you can't lock down the division. So take care of the division, and then you're going to have a hard way either way. That's kind of what it comes down to for me. Yeah, I mean, and when it comes to our division, obviously we know it's it's us, the Colts, and then pretty much everybody else at this point. Yeah, I mean, we'll see exactly. Like Trevor Lawrence says, he's in the best shape of his life. Blah blah blah. But at the same time, they didn't do a whole lot to improve. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but with the Colts adding Matt Ryan, do you think that Matt Ryan is going to be a step up from Carson Wentz, or do you think that we're going to be able to get Matt Ryan's face and cause some issues still? Because our defense is still phenomenal. I do, yeah. I, I still think Matt Ryan can play. I think Matt Ryan, um, you know, people are say, well, his stats weren't as good as Carson Wentz last year. But Matt, that roster in Atlanta – was God awful. Like he had court, like Cord Patterson did a good job, but that was the first year he ever like truly played running back. He didn't have Calvin Ridley. You know, he was basically like chucking it up to Kyle Pitt, like a rookie in Kyle Pitts. Right. Offensive line. So I think like the Colts have always gotten good as much as I hate them. They've always gotten pretty solid production out of their QBs for the most part. Um, so I think like if he has good blocking in front of him and he's got a run game to fall back on, like, I, I think, you know, I don't think, I, I think he will be better than Carson Wentz. Um, do I think he's going to be awesome? No, but I think like, I think he's going to be similar to how Phillip Rivers was when he was there, which right. was, you know, a really solid guy. He's not going to make a ton of mistakes um, and get the ball. The thing I think, that still might be hampering him is like, what do they really have at wide receiver outside of Michael Pittman? Um, so I don't know how much damage he'll be able to do, but I think if we're strictly comparing Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan, I think I'd take Matt Ryan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did have a rough season last year. I mean, Kyle Pitts, 
I think is a phenomenal tight end. He's going to have a great career. Yeah. He had the benefit of being like, listen, hey, I, I got to, he's, he was a like, handicap. He was a crutch. It was yeah. like, man, we got to go to you on third down. We got to go to you in the red zone. Like you got to make it happen. He has a choice. So yeah. I think that, um, I think that obviously he's going to have more weapons in Indy. Jonathan Taylor, obviously, um, he got a huge benefit of the Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry injury. He took advantage of it. And now, obviously, he's getting a lot of love going into this season. So we'll see exactly how, how that goes. But I do think that he's going to be able to make them competitive and not make some of the mistakes that Carson Wentz made last year. I mean, we saw some of the god-awful mistakes that Carson yeah. made when it got to crunch time. I don't think Matt Ryan makes those same mistakes. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get up twenty-eight to three and just you know run the ball the whole time, that's all he's got to do. Right. So gotta, uh, gotta, yeah, that's gotta, what, yeah, that's when we get him where we want him. Get him yeah. up twenty-eight to three. Yeah, we got to um, play. From, we got to play from behind against the Colts this year. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I think honestly, the where the Colts, I personally think, are getting like a little too much credit is for their defense. Um, like I know they signed Yannick Ngakwe and they've got Quiddy Pay and DeForest Buckner. Like they've got a really good defensive line. But I don't know if you've seen that, like, Darius Leonard, uh, who's going by Shaquille now, um, is, like, he had back surgery, and they've said, like, he'll be back at some point this season, which is kind of, like, ominous for your best defensive player, like, with a back injury, we'll be back at some point. Like, if if he misses half the season, that's a pretty big deal. Um, and if you look at the secondary, you know, they got Stefan Gilmore, but he hasn't really played elite football for a couple of years. And, you know, Blackman's a good safety, but they don't really have any other good cornerbacks. So like past the defensive line, I don't think their defense is all that intimidating. And I've seen people say they have a top five defense. Um, so, I mean, people are always going to overrate the Colts one way or the other. I think a lot of Titans fans are saying they're overrating them, you know, for Matt Ryan. I do think Matt Ryan's going to be an upgrade. I think it's their defense that's getting a bit overrated. Yeah, I feel like it's always. I feel like that's always been the case. They've just been able. They just made plays in certain situations that make them make people say that they're better than they are. But uh, Leonard being hurt in general, a back injury for somebody in his position is tough. Yeah, I, I mean. We, we don't want to get into that too much before we have to start talking about Caleb Farley. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that's what I said when we were drafting Farley, like back injuries. I heard someone say one time, like you never truly recover from a back injury. Like you can, you can mitigate like the pain and like, you know, have a career still, but like Caleb Farley will still have like back pain. Like once he's out of the league. Like, oh, it's once just, he gets it's, out. Yeah. Once it's just, it, it's just going to, I mean, he's not ever going to be able to avoid it. So um, that's my, yeah, I'm, I'm a, definitely a doctor here, but um, I, yeah. So in a linebacker too, when that's even, you know, worse than probably a cornerback because you're having to have those head on collisions. It just, it, it feels like it's asking for trouble. So I don't know, you know, how severe it is, but they've been like kind of mum on it and the fact that they haven't given a timetable yet. That would make me a little bit nervous if I was a Colts fan. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely uh definitely something to keep an eye out on to see exactly what that timetable looks like. And of course, they don't want to give a timetable on it because a back injury. So it's not it's not one of those injuries that people can just be like, oh, six to eight weeks. Nah, man, yeah, I, I can't tell you how my back's gonna recover. Let me tell yeah. you something. I woke up this I woke up this morning. I'm out for eight weeks right now. I'm telling you right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Like, if yeah. we're going if we're going off of just and who knows how bad his is. He's uh, he's like hitting people going 20 miles an hour. That's definitely worse than mine. But it, it is what it is when it comes to that. Uh, going into uh, obviously some some things that we may have seen in training camp though. Who has impressed you the most as training camp that you uh, may have seen a little bit of film on, just kind of off some videos that we've seen? I think I have to say Roger McCreary um, simply because, you know, I, I pride myself on following the draft pretty closely. I had no idea who he was when they drafted. Like I like right. might have seen the name, but I think partially because I didn't really think about drafting the Titans were going to draft a cornerback, at least not that early. Like I had looked at some late round names thinking maybe they'd scoop one up there, but I hadn't watched anything on McCreary. And then like the first thing I read about him was that he had, his arm length was under 29 inches, which is like less than the average 
man, like not even like NFL player, like average Joe off the street averages like 30 inches or something. <laughs> so uh, he's got little T-Rex arms. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But I mean, ultimately, you know, the tape showed him matching up with the Alabama receivers. So I'm like, all right, a little bit hopeful. And so far we've seen that. And he's, you know, we're talking about Caleb Farley and McCreary's arguably been, um, you know, better in the drills than Farley has, you know, who knows how that will translate uh, once they get on the field. But I guess from the simple fact of like me not knowing who this guy is and like, Oh, this guy like might beat out Farley for a starting position. um, That's probably who's impressed me the most. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I know that it's like, and you'll agree to this when I say it, but when you draft a cornerback, high in the draft and he's from an SEC school that can yeah. be, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to just, to just say that it's extremely surprising that he may outperform some people that we already have kind of set because those guys are going, he's going up against people that have just got drafted and drafted and drafted yeah. already. So obviously he's get obviously he's well coached. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's probably already been, in a system that's kind of similar to what he's dealing with, his techniques are probably really sound. So it probably helped him a lot when it came to, it probably translates really well to the league. Mm -hmm. And if he just, all he's got to do is just get his NFL body right. And he's probably going to be able to compete. I mean, he's got, he's probably scrappy, definitely not afraid to hit. I mean, so it's a, uh, it's a good situation for a kid like that to kind of come in. I do expect him to make an immediate impact because of the fact that our, our depth chart at cornerback is what it is. So, He's going to beat out a lot of. He's going to beat a lot of guys out when it comes to that. Um, obviously, we talked. We talked a little bit before, but from what I've seen, they said Kyle Phillips' routes are really crisp. He's going. To, he's going to be. He's going to end up making a, a really good impact. I think. I think at the end of the day, uh, he's going to be more more along the lines of somebody that we really depend on in a couple of years. But I think, yeah, I, I do think that it's it's great to see that he. Uh, that he's making a little bit of splashes in there, making some great catches right now. Um, so that that's really good. that's always good when it comes to rookies coming in and just making a splash like that. And if um, I, I with not having a whole lot of size and just being like a little bit of a, a better route runner and stuff like that, uh, he'll he'll definitely be somebody that should be able to find himself on a depth chart really easy. Yeah, I think he'll definitely have a role just because you know. Um, they really liked when Adam Humphreys was here being that chain mover, like get, getting open and I don't know how much, you know, yak he'll get necessarily, but, um, I think there's definitely going to be a role for him. I think I'm a little, you know, people are super pumped about him and I definitely think there's reason to be excited, but I guess I kind of look at it as, you know, I think he has a lower ceiling, at least for this year, like the guys who have kind of played that role in the Titans offense haven't been super productive. Right. Um, I mean, Adam Humphreys opt out like maybe 500 yards. So like, I, you know, when we're getting like pumped up about guys, like I don't really expect Kyle Phillips to come in and have a 900 yard receiving season, you know, like I, I think, a, I think a good year for him is going to be like 450 yards and like three touchdowns and like a bunch of first downs. So like, that's obviously good. When people are like raving, raving, oh, Phillips, Phillips, I'm like, yeah, I think he's going to be a contributor, which, I mean, ultimately, if he's, what, a fifth-round pick, that's awesome if you're going to get that from day one. Um, but the guy, I don't, he, he's, I don't think he's going to change the fortunes of the Titans season. I'll say that. I think he can be a contributing factor. But if the Titans want to go deep, it all comes down to how good Traylon Burks can be. Like, that's really what right, – right. that's like they need that dynamic A.J. Brown-type player um and i think phillips and maybe you know if racy mcmath and uh westbrook akine take some more steps like i think they could have a really well rounded receiving uh group but um like to me it all comes down to burks like how dynamic can he be i think it'll take a little while for him to get started but they they need that aj playmaking ability um and he's really going to be the determining factor. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's all going to come down to, uh, at the end of the day, like how these guys are going to be able to translate their game when it comes to 
the schemes we put them in, like the positions they get in, obviously the shape that these guys come in. I think that uh, I think Burks has done a good job of kind of silencing all the talk about him being out of shape. That's out of the way now. Thank yeah. Because I was worried that was coming. That's a good thing about being out of shape. You can get back in shape. Right. In a decent amount of time. Like if you're like a pro level athlete, like he's just probably like after that, he's like, all right, I get my shit together. And like three weeks after he was good to go. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather him not have been in bad shape, but that's something like, you know, he's he can't like teach you can't work on talent and get better in your talent over a month like yeah but you can get rid of that you know that beer gut at mm-hmm. least i think because of the fact that all the pressure that was on him because of like everybody's expecting him to be productive because of aj or whatever i think that that had a lot to do with everybody just kind of like noticing that right off the bat but i i mean these are still athletes Everybody's harping on Leonard Fournette because he came in overweight. I guarantee you this. I guarantee you Leonard Fournette is going to be a beast again, just like yeah. he always is. I mean, what are we talking about? So it's the same thing, man. I mean, obviously, to be honest, and I, I, I'm a little biased just because, like, I've had personal conversations with him and stuff like that. I'm super pumped that Mason Mason Kinsley's still on the team doing little things. I don't know. You, if- are you part of the Mason Kinsley? Cult? Listen. He's going to be on the podcast this season. I'm working on it. But, like, I mean, it's, like, it's, just, it's just one of those things where, like, you yeah. just like you like to see him making, like, those kind of plays. It's the same as whenever uh, – it's whenever we had – kind of like when we had Darren Bates. It's just one of those fan favorites and just, like, you want yeah. to see make plays and stuff like that. Uh, but, I mean, he, watch preseason. He's going he to he make some plays. Yeah, but, but you, Kins- you Kinsey bros have to hate – Phillips then though because like Kinsey's probably like when they saw him drafted like shit that was my role like yeah if I was gonna find a way onto the team it was gonna be doing that now I gotta I beat out that guy now that guy's tearing it up in practice I, I watched a lot of film on Kinsey on uh punt and kick return he could do that yeah he was he's shifty he's shifty I mean every time every preseason we're like oh sweet move by Mason Kinsey on so-and-so then yeah, put it, let him back, look, put him back there, yeah. let him break some ankles in. Like, like the kid obviously is shifty, it's got to be hard to tackle because he's got a smaller frame. So, I mean, put him back there, let him do some stuff like that. I mean, I don't even know who, uh, but at the same time, we still got Hilliard on the team. So, yeah, I think, I, think uh, I, I do know that uh, he was, uh, he was in a non contact jersey the other day. So, I don't know if he might have a little hmm. bit of something going on, but. Uh, having him on the team, you're still going to have that. People are going to – people – I feel like people forgot that, you know, we still had him back there because of all the attention that uh, that uh, we were giving uh, – what's his name? Uh, Foreman? Yes. We were giving him yeah. all that attention. We wanted to keep him around. So, if that people yeah. got – we still got – he still had a pretty solid season. It's just because Foreman was so dominant in that Bengals game. And of course, yeah, that's what everybody left with. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, but I mean, Hillary, Hillary like had the better, like you know, uh, average per run throughout the year. Right, and he's right. more of a receiving back. So I'm, I'm excited they brought him back, and you can kind of get the foreman aspect with Haskins. So, but that's, I mean, that's why I'm looking forward to the preseason games. I mean, they're not, it's still not real football, but. I mean, you can attest. How many times have we been let down by preseason reports? Like, oh, this guy's lighting up camp. And then, you you know, even you might see some in the preseason game and you come to the regular season and, like, they disappear. So, in the pre- like I said, the preseason games won't be a lock. But I think that's when I really will start buying into the hype is if these guys that, you know, if McCreary and Phillips and some of these other big names, if they dominate in these preseason games, then I'll like, all right, I'll, I'm getting on the train. I'll, I'll, I'll get with it. But until then, like, I mean, it's, it's almost been every year that there's some like wide receiver that like Marcus Johnson last year, I remember everybody's, Oh, Marcus Johnson, he's going to be the true wide receiver three. We need He's big, he's fast. He can do it all. I'm like, well, he's, you know, he's been hurt a lot. And uh, sure enough, like, I, like I hate it for him. Like he, he was good when he was out there, but you got to stay healthy. So like I'm just not I'm not gonna buy in to hype until you know I get I get some semblance of the real thing. But yeah. I mean, and all right, correct me if I'm wrong, but if we're looking back to AJ's rookie season, like I don't feel like he was like people were like this guy's gonna be 
the best Titans receiver of all time. Like, I don't think he was getting a crazy. I feel like how he burst onto the scene was somewhat of a surprise. Like he was doing well in practice, but I don't think anybody expected what we got out of him. And that can kind of like, I, I could see that happening with, with, with Burks, you know, maybe not starting out hot right away, but the guy is just so dynamic with the ball in his hands. Like yeah, I could yeah. see him kind of having that same entrance. AJ's AJ's draft. That was the same year we got Simmons, right? That came out the same year, right? Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. If I can remember correctly, I believe that we were, uh, for some reason, Simmons had Simmons. Uh, AJ had a lot of hype because obviously offense is sexier than defense. Yeah. But whenever the film that we saw on Simmons was a lot better, like so, it yeah. was one. Of, it was one of those situations where. We weren't sure what kind of how they were going to contribute, and even after the rookie season, like Simmons had already kind of shown flashes of, oh man, this guy's going to be huge in the middle, and then he just continued to get better and better, and then AJ mm-hmm. started getting AJ started getting hurt, and yeah, then the other like, way. Like, and then it was like, all right, and it was weird because we we always people criti- people make fun it's a running joke about j rob love like hey listen you had a season injury last year we got your first round second round yeah like, that's yeah. what that's what he does and jeffrey came off of that and st- like still was able to kind of turn it around and it's tough because whenever you're a defensive tackle and you're coming off yeah, of, that kind of injury man like it was like it was a really big roll of the dice and i feel like that because of how good jeffrey turned out I feel like it makes him feel like that they're like they can roll the dice a little bit more on on those kind of, but not everybody's going to be a Jeffrey Simmons guy. Like they yeah. got to realize that. Like Jeffrey Simmons, Jeffrey Simmons is this close to being like after if Aaron Donald's like I retire, then Jeffrey Simmons like he's right up there at the top of the list of like defensive tackle. We don't even know what if this season if he's if he does anything like he did last season, and Aaron Donald decides to hang it up after this season. And Donald is in the conversation of being the best defensive tackle in the game. Like yeah, was, like all time, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like – so it's like not everybody has that same kind of build to be able to kind of do that stuff. So and that was that was the thing. I would think that draft class, whenever they came out, like AJ was talking about how he was the best receiver we ever had, but he wasn't even the best person we drafted that year. Yeah. We really, really want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe talent-wise, he was the best ever. But like, you you can't be the best of any team when you've only played there three years. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I think he could have been if he stayed. Um, you know, I know, I feel like a lot of people like don't want to talk about AJ anymore. But I mean, he was a like, him and Simmons were like the future of this team. So I think it's kind of hard to rip that bandaid off and not you know, keep track and see what his project, like how he's going to go through his career at the Eagles. Like, and, you know, frankly, comparing Burks and Brown side by side over these next three years when the Eagles are paying Brown a ton of money, like, it's, all right. What do you like, like out of percentage of AJ, how good does Burks need to be to make the deal worth it? So like, if he's 80% of AJ, that's probably worth saving 22 million a year, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, but that's the thing, like, is it have to be 80, 75% or like, you know, like at what point? I, I think I he's got to at least be like an 800 yard receiver. Like, I think, I think if I put, if, I think actually we're going to do it tomorrow. I, I, I'm going to put a poll up tomorrow. I'm going to make myself a note. I'm going to put a poll up tomorrow. And I get, and just, just making a guess, I'm going to put 75. 80 and 85 percent and i want to say that a majority of the a majority of the votes are going to say right around 85 percent so how do we quantify that though like if we say we'd have to say like assuming aj's like a thousand yard 10 touchdown receiver or something right so like 70 percent he's at 707 tds you know going down like that that yeah i'm gonna have to that we're gonna have to well we'll have to like quantify it because people will have different ideas of like you know what that is, but that's kind of what my thing is. I think so. Let's say that if he is, um, if AJ is a thousand yard, ten touchdown guy, um, you know, maybe the touchdowns is generous in that case. I don't even know what he he's done the past two years. Yeah, look this up now. 
But like, yeah, I think if if Traylon can come in his first year and do seventy percent of that, I think it's a win. I, I would say let's say he let's say Burks gets because don't forget, obviously we we're still the Titans, so we're on. Yeah. So let's say that he gets seven seventy-five to eight to eight hundred yards and seven touchdowns. That would be good. For a rookie. Yeah, we'll have to yeah, well after this we'll have to figure out what the 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 numbers are gonna be. Cause I think we'll have to give like specific stats. So like I'm looking at AJ. Last year he did like 870 for five touchdowns. So but then the year before two years prior to that, he averaged like a thousand yards and uh basically ten touchdowns. So that's kind of where I think Burks needs to get to. What do you have his rookie year? You looking at? Yeah, he had just over a thousand and eight touchdowns. I kind of think for. I don't think we can always, like I said, it's going to be a projection. You got to follow side by side over the next few years. Um, so even if Burks like doesn't do that well his first year, I don't think it's a wash yet. Um, but I think eventually he's got to at least. If AJ continues like having thousand yard seasons over the next four years while he's with the Eagles, like I think Traylon's got to touch like at least around a thousand over that time period, at least once to make it worth it. Because otherwise, if you traded a guy, if, if that's the case, then AJ will have, you know, had a thousand yards receiving like uh, six out of his first seven years in the league. And you don't trade, then at that point, it's like you don't trade guys like that. Like no. you, you pay those guys, but if you get a guy who can like kind of match that, it evens out. But so it'll be interesting to see. You know, AJ's with his best friend now. I bet he's gonna. You know, I bet he can have an even better year because he's gonna get thrown the ball a lot more. Someone was saying like Hurts is throwing the ball like every single time. Now, so, don't forget he's got to share. He's got to share uh, catches with old Slim Reaper up there though. And he, he does get a good season. He does, but the Titans just don't like to throw the ball either. So that's like another part of it. Now, the you know, Eagles, the Eagles were the number one rushing team in the NFL. Like. Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's because they didn't have AJ. That's because yeah. they had Jalen I mean, Rager out there. Smith, but, yeah. Smith. No, you're right. Yeah, you're I mean, right. I mean, it wasn't that they did. It wasn't that they didn't want to throw it. It's that the, it's the whole fact of a. I don't think they were 100 percent confident in Hurts. No, and then, yeah. and then B like. He was. They were so dangerous because they were able to. They were able to go 1987 with like some of the play acts and stuff, and the stuff worked. Like they were. They were running out. Yeah. They, they they could run the pistol if they wanted to. Yeah, because you're right. Because like they kind of sucked the first half, and then they started getting good because they like basically stopped throwing the ball and just ran it all the time, and yeah. then they like turned things around. So, yeah. but I don't know. We'll see. I've yeah. I've heard from their training camp that like the offense has not looked good. So it'll be interesting to watch. Um, but yeah, that's my other plea is like, I, I think it's a fair comparison point to see what AJ does from here on out. Cause like, you know, people are like, Oh, move on the trade is done. Yeah. But like, it, it's still like evolving to see, like you guys want to, you know, criticize J Rob for everything. Well, some of the moves that he makes, you can't really, you know, have a good opinion on until two or three years down the road. Yeah. Like, I mean, you you don't think that Atlanta Falcon fans still think about the fact that they traded Deion Sanders? You don't think that? They, they, they yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they they definitely think about that. 100%. Yeah. So that's my thing. Oh, don't talk about AJ anymore. Like, come on, like, yeah, let's not live on every single one of his tweets and you know dissect all of his nonsense that he talks about. Like he's in. We don't have to do that, but we can still follow him as a player and like make a judgment on if the trade worked out or not. So, you know, it's kind of unfair to Burks because he's always going to be compared to AJ and like, you know, that kind of ruined his draft night a little bit, but it is what it is. So, uh, you know, let's, let's make it very clear that J-Rob made the right move. If, you know, Burks comes and shows out. So yeah, that's we'll see what he does. Uh, by the way, Mason Kinsley just hearted my message whenever I told him that we would 
like have him on the pod, so we'll see what happens there. I want. <laughs> it, I, I tell you what, it'd be nice to have him on just to kind of talk about what he's what he's seen with this year's team compared to yeah. last year's. I want to yeah. know what the, I want to know what the injury. I want to know what the energy's like because here's the thing. I feel like Taylor Lewan's enjoying playing football again. Obviously, he's more healthy. And he's healthy. Yeah, healthy than he was last year. Yes. Um, obviously, we know the 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 right the right tackle battle. If they figure that out, it'd be huge. Like, if they just figure that out. Um, luckily, it's not the left side. It's not Tannehill's blind side, which caused yeah. some issues, especially in week one last. I mean, Chandler yeah. Jones is automatically he, – he automatically just got himself paid last year off of that. So, yeah. I mean, if if we can kind of – if we can sure up that right side, Henry Henry looked – obviously, he looks good. He's not human, so obviously, he's probably he's probably 102% out of nowhere. Um I mean, if we're able to kind of – and if that defense – if the defense is – now, if the defense is 85% as good as they were last year, then shit, I mean, we're, I mean, we're good. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is I, I just – what I don't what I don't think people realize is that it's like, man, the Titans just – as soon as we traded AJ, I cannot tell you how many conversations I've had with so many people that just like, man, you know, we just we – got, we got so much worse this year. I got a $100 bet with a guy. That says that uh, we won't win nine games. Nine? Yeah. Does he realize it's a seventeen-game season now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. I was like, I was like, I was like, that's that's bananas, man. Like, is he a I, Titans fan or is? Oh he... no, he's a Steelers fan. Okay. So he hasn't put the money up yet because I, I think that he knows how crazy that. Like, I'll take that bet in a heartbeat. Like, I just. I don't think people realize like they got they got so worked up over the fact that we traded away AJ that they thought that like we just got rid of everybody. They're like, man, we just don't have anything coming back. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like literally, like one of the best. Our defense single handedly single handedly almost beat somebody that was in the Super Bowl last year. And the like the one reason that we blew it was because of. A, a bad mistake by our quarterback. Like, it, yeah. like I mean, and if we ran the ball, then we win that game. If Derrick Henry plays in that game, we win, obviously, because he's not getting caught from behind like like Foreman did on the way to that touchdown. Yeah, if Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry in that game, it's over. He'd probably won. Yeah, it's but over. he he wasn't he wasn't himself, and yeah, they kept trying to make it happen. Yeah, well, I can't I can't talk about it, Sam. I'm getting all I know. Up. I know. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, you're right. I mean, there's the team like hasn't changed that much from that instance. Like the Julio loss wasn't really a loss. I mean, um, you're gain you're losing AJ, but you're gaining probably better depth at the wide receiver position and you're getting hopefully a healthy Henry back. And, um, Austin Hooper, I think can be a legit tight end, like a legit true tight end. We have a, and Chig too, who's like, can be a weapon out there kind of in the Janu sense that we were missing. Like, I think, I think the offense is, is like, has much more depth along it. You know, there's not maybe the guys with the same ceiling, um, but you, you're right. Like, I, like I said, going back to what I said earlier, there's just a lot of reasons to be optimistic. So right, it, I think people on Twitter just like being sad and angry and that's what it comes down to. And like, want to find reasons to poke holes and stuff. And, to me, there's like there's gonna be plenty of times to poke holes once these guys really start playing. Like, shit's gonna come up. It's gonna happen. There's gonna be guys who underperform. People are gonna, you know, bitch at J. Rob for not finding a star at that position or whatever. And it is what it is. But like now's not the time. Now's not the time. Nope. Nope. I mean, like I said, we will find out a little bit more where we sit on Thursday. Um, I, I I don't expect to see a whole lot of what this team is going to be made of on Thursday, but like I said, it'll just be nice to see some snaps, and we'll get to see exactly what we're looking like. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, we got the Giants coming in. It's um, as as you know, of course, it's my girlfriend's favorite team. Uh, the only thing that makes me nervous about the Giants coming in here is I think that she, here I almost made this bet already, so I was going to make a bet because it was. It was plus one seventy, I think. Last time I seen it, I don't. It, this was like earlier this summer for Derrick Henry comeback player of the year. 
But yeah. today, but today I was looking around, and now I'm nervous because I'm thinking in my head, if Shaquan Barkley is 100, percent I mean, they're obviously gonna love to try to give it to him over over Henry even because yeah, if he can, if he has similar stats at least, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I mean, it's without Shaquan, I was like, yeah, the Giants come in here, we get some easy win week one. With Saquon being 100%, we can't sleep on that game. It's, I don't think. I don't, think. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some Daniel Jones clips here recently where I'm Listen. like, you know what? We might be able to sleep on that game. Listen. But, you know, now that I say that, he's going to, like, tear us up for, like, 350, and people are going to be saying fire, fire Vrabel week one. And he still and can I run. I probably dude. just jinxed it, yeah. Daniel Jones, I, listen, I I never – I've always said that Daniel Jones is better than people give him credit for. I'm telling you. That game, right, but there's I, some bad. Have you seen those clips from training camp where he's I, like throwing yeah, ten yards off his man? Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. If they, they they really they really should have went out and got uh, Garoppolo. They should they should have made that happen. Yeah, I, I do think the Giants. I think actually, if anything, we're lucky we get them week one because you know with the new coach and system, it's going to take a little while to get rolling. So week one is the time to catch them before they can like get their feet up under them and like we're a team that you know has been together for a while and are at home so I, I think that's a good matchup for week one at least but Agreed. I mean is your girl are you, you guys are season ticket holders you gonna let her wear giant stuff she knows it is. come on come on Nick. come on Nick. <laughs> I don't know I don't know if she tries to she can but I mean like I said I'd hate to turn this into a dating podcast of me out here looking for it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got I mean, you. I mean, nah, I, I, I actually, I, actually, I really wouldn't care. But at the, it, but um, it's just so she knows, like, because of where we are, we're where the real fans are up in the three hundred. So, yeah. like, it's so dangerous to wear any kind of opposing thing up there. And I'm like, listen, if, uh, like, if you really, if you think you want to, you go for it. But you know how you know how the fans get up there. I mean, you never know who's up there. I mean, if. If Chad's up there with his big beard, he yells every single fan that comes up there. Like, and then our the two guys that sit to our left, literally, there was one guy that uh, he brings this uh, guy with him every like every other game, and he berates people to the point to where like they have to feel so uncomfortable. It don't matter if it's a couple, they're older, what like he's on there. They come up the steps, he's yelling at people on the steps. Like, I'm like, it just it's not safe. It's a free for all up there. Well, that's that's the thing too is maybe if it was like the last home game of the season, if I were her, I might consider it. But if she's gonna come in wearing giant stuff, and then you're sitting around the same people for the whole season, and then they see her in Titan stuff the next time, like uh, uh-uh. like we know you showed your true colors. Yeah. Like we we remember. You can't pretend now. Like we know, yeah, we where, where your allegiance lies. So week, was, week one, week one, when that crowd's going crazy too, when we yeah. still we're not we're not dead inside yet. No, 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 no. yeah, yeah, and it, it, people don't forget. No, people no. don't forget. No. So that would be, be my thing. Is is like if it's a you know the end of the year, maybe people you know. There's some changing, but all the season ticket holders up there, they're going to see you for the rest of the eight games or whatever, and they're not going to forget. I told her, I was like, listen, I'm a, I am found a little – I went on NFL Sunday ticket, and I seen this thing where you can buy just the package to, like, have it on, like, all your devices instead of see if you don't have DirecTV. Because yep. uh, I don't have DirecTV because I hate when it rains. I can't watch stuff. So, <laughs> um, But I saw where I could buy that. I was like, listen, I'll, I'll make sure you can watch every other – Giants game, but at week one, you you, you rooting yeah. for rooting for an A like it is what yeah. it is. But and that's an afternoon game. Can people are gonna be sloppy? Oh, like, drunk, <laughs> drunk. I'm gonna be one of them. You better believe. Yeah. I'll talk. To I, I will be too. I'll be there as well. Uh, I'm, I'm be I'm be out of my mind, out yeah. of my mind. But it, it'll be it'll be fun. I'm ready for NFL season, and uh, I mean we're gonna have a uh, have a good season, and we'll be able to get on here and hopefully talk about how everything's kind of going a lot better than a lot of people thought it was going to go. Obviously I think people have kind of calmed down since everything kind of happened in the off season. So I think that people are starting to get a little bit more amped up. We'll all start getting on the same page here and being a little bit more positive. And then all we got to do then is just come out and dominate. 
Can't wait to see Derrick Henry get that first carry. Obviously, we know it'll be the first play because it's the Titans. So we'll see exactly how it goes. Yeah. But it's going to be a uh, time to gear up, man. Can't wait. Juices are flowing. Feeling yeah. good. And and it's going to, you know, start ramping up even more when we actually see him play on Thursday. Like, that's right. always like, oh, okay, we're back. We're back. Yeah, yeah. So. back, back. But, yeah, it's going to be a good one, man. But uh, I think that's all I got for uh, that's all I got for today. Is there anything else that you wanted to add in uh, that you've seen over the offseason? No, man, it's just good hopping on here with you and talking football again. I, you know, I was a little worried if I'd be – we were talking before we logged on, like making sure we knew how to turn our mics on and oh log God. in and on the Skype and all that stuff. So it was a little rusty, but you know, it's it's just like riding a bike. So yeah, guys, when I, guys, when I when I tell you that I literally I literally came out of a cave. Like I, it's been so long since I've even thought about a like a piece. I, like obviously I've been watching everything, but when it comes to like setting all this up and everything like that. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to get this out to you guys to listen to, but I'm going to make it happen. But he's going to be uh, lost tapes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the lost episodes of Titan Filter. Remember yeah. that one we did? Yeah. yeah. But, but no, no, we look, we look forward to it. Um, obviously get ready to see this on the socials. We can get the socials rolling back up, but uh, definitely looking forward to that poll. Cause it's it, like, that'll be the first thing we kind of open up with just to kind of get everybody juices flowing again and get them thinking about it. Um, so we'll see exactly how that goes, but big shoes for Burks to fill this year. So we'll big see. shoes, big shoes. He can do it. I believe it. You'll have to. All optimism right now. After, maybe after Thursday, I'll change my mind. But for these next couple <laughs> of days, I have full trust in him. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna let you go. Be sure to subscribe if you're not subscribed. Be sure to go on there, leave us a five star review. Follow at Unfiltered Titan on Twitter. Be sure you give give us a shout on there. Uh, you can always comment any questions you may have. DM us. DMs are wide open. And until next time. Turn up.